Hello, and welcome to Here's a Thing with Robbie and Jose, where we explore relationships through a female and male perspective. With me, as always, is the lovely Robbie. Hello, Jose. How are you? Hello. I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you. Good, good, good. So um, today, I'm going to hand over the wheel. Yes. Um, So the topic that I came up with for today, this is a, can be a very dangerous area. (laughs) Um, So today we're going to be discussing the friend zone. The zone, the friend zone. In the zone, the bad zone. It's like a construction zone. I know. It's very dangerous. People can get hurt. Very, very dangerous. (laughs) Now, my feelings on this, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, and maybe I'm just thinking this way because... You know, TV and movies always portrays it as it's the guy in the Mm -hmm. friend zone. I know that girls can be in the friend zone, but would you say that it's mostly men? Um, Yes. Mm -hmm. And if women have it, they're very good at masking it. Mm. So you've never had a friend that was a girl or maybe a girl coworker that... that she confided in you that she was in the friend zone? Like you've never... I had had somebody once... Tell me that they liked me uh-huh. more and that we were friends. Oh. And then she told me that she liked me more. But um, unfortunately, I was married at the time. So, oh. so that was not going to work. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty ballsy of her to knowing that you're married to confess that to you. Again, people get hurt. That's why it's a zone. Oh. They should put uh, pylons and stuff around them or whatever. Do you think that, well, I don't know for this one particularly, but I've also heard stories about there are women who specifically go for married men. I know that's kind of off topic, but I'm just like saying like, that's the challenge for them. It just seems bizarre because yeah. wouldn't you have the potential to be stuck in that friend zone more often if you're purposely seeking unavailable men? Well, yeah. I mean, I think that's part of the allure, right? It's it's that forbidden fruit. You're not supposed to have it or whatever. I mean, I, people get into friend zones for many different reasons. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I think sometimes it could be a genuine like friendship. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes one person mm-hmm. feels more for another mm-hmm. and their approach is, well, if I can become friends with them first. Yeah. But you say that something can turn into something else. Guys right. have that philosophy. Yeah. <laughs> so lot. you would agree that it's mostly men that get in that friend zone. Yeah. I think that, I think they think, me included when I was younger, that this is the best way yeah. of getting in without getting rejected too harshly. Right. So I was going to ask you, I guess you have been in the friend zone before. You've been in that construction oh, yeah. area. So like, how did you deal with that? Um, did you know that was your philosophy? So you went in knowing like, I'm going to pretend to be her friend and she's going to fall for me. That was your intention going in? Initial, well, let me, I'm trying to think if I've ever done it that way. I don't think I have. Mm-hmm. I've, so with my, so the one time, and it, it was genuine friendship, mm-hmm. it, we became friends. And then during the friendship, something else happened. I started feeling more. Yeah. And then I told her and I was like, hey. And then she's like, no, I don't feel the same way. And I was like, oh, okay. And then, and then I just went away. But then like three months later, she came looking for me and was like, yeah, I think I do like you more now too. Mm-hmm. And then we ended up getting married. So what are you going to do? Oh, <laughs> that was, <laughs> what an amazing twist at the end. I was, I didn't expect that. <laughs> so sometimes it works. I mean, but I didn't, I, the plan was never, let me befriend her first. Yeah. And then, so she can find out how wonderful of a guy I am. <laughs> so that three months in between, what do you think that she was thinking or feel, do you think that she was really thinking about that whole time? Did she kind of have someone else that she liked maybe in that moment and didn't say that? Yeah, supposedly she um, she at the time was living in a different city mm-hmm. than where she came from. And where she came from, I think she had a boyfriend or somewhat loosely a boyfriend uh-huh. or whatever. And that was part of it. But I also think that, again, it started out as genuine friendship. Mm-hmm. So for me, once I realized that I had feelings for her, Mm -hmm. I took my shot because I can't torture myself that way. Mm -hmm. And that's what it felt like torture. Being around her all the time, knowing that I had these feelings, I just did not want to do that to myself. Mm -hmm. So um, for me, I had to take a shot Mm -hmm. and then let the chips fall where they may. And when she rejected me, I was like, okay, I I have to leave. I have to remove myself Mm -hmm. from from this relationship. And I think absence sometimes makes the yeah. heart grow fonder. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, oh, maybe 
There was something. So for all the men out there who think that the friend zone never works out for the guy, (laughs) you're here to tell them that's not true. Actually, honestly, honestly, I would say that's a bad idea if your intention was, if you have feelings for a woman and you think, let me become her friend first and Mm -hmm. that's how I'm going to get my, I think that is a bad idea. I agree. In general. Yeah. I think that's a bad idea. And And I didn't do it that way. It just so happened that we were we we started out as friends, and then feelings started. Because mm-hmm. I remember specifically when it happened, we went out on a because um, I met her at work, and it was a company function. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why, but I was like, "Hey, do you want to you want to go together?" And she was like, "Yeah." So we went together, mm-hmm. and then we had a great time. We go as friends. And we we went as friends. Did you get her a corsage? I did not get her a corsage, oh. but but I remember. Um, I don't know if she was cold or something. I gave her my coat mm. and uh, my sports, uh, my blazer or whatever. And then um, after that, you know, like she went home and then I went home and she gave me back the jacket. And when she gave me back the, the blazer or whatever, excuse me, um, I could still, I, she, it still had her scent on mm. it. And I was like, oh, wow. And then I was like, oh, man, <laughs> I think I like her. <laughs> Again, it comes back to the scent with you. We've talked about this several times. So that scent ignited that feeling in you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I you got something with smells. There is there is something. I, I do enjoy a pleasant smell for sure. Yeah, I well, do enjoy a pleasant She's wearing smell. that love potion number nine, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. But I remember <laughs> like I smelled it and I was just like, I couldn't stop smelling it. I couldn't, I couldn't stop. Aww. And then that was the scent. And then shortly thereafter, I remember... You know, drinking too much to get the courage out to to say it. Man. So you're saying that sometimes you can be friends with a girl that you're not initially attracted to, and then something could happen where it changes your feelings. So yeah. uh, I'm not saying that you weren't really attracted to her physically, but obviously, if you really were, you wouldn't have started out as friends. You would have probably made it clear that you want to get with this girl. Yeah, yeah. Like if I saw her and I was immediately attracted to her, yeah. I would have been like, yeah, like hey. Would you like to go out, mm-hmm. you know, dinner, movie, whatever, baseball but Does that game? change when you take it to the workplace, though? Because isn't that, that's going to change some of that. This was back in the golden age of the 90s, <laughs> so. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, if you work in an office and you have, you know, a hundred females, like, in on your floor or whatever, mm-hmm. and you are immediately attracted to them because you're at work, it may not be as professional to go up to a coworker and say, hey, you want to go out to dinner? Rather than you kind of start with you being friendly, you know, like I mean, yeah, you don't go out of the blue. Like, you don't, you know. But that's what I'm saying. Isn't that kind of the same thing? Because you're trying to, I don't want to say pretend, but you're trying to kind of be friends with that coworker, but knowing you're already really attracted to her. Mm, I typically do not do that. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I guess it depends on what you mean by friends. There's times when I kind of fill the water out a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm not being overly friendly, but if we're in the break room and I'm like, you know, hey, you know, or whatever, I'll idle conversation, mm-hmm. right, just to see. Well, I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying, like, let's say you were sitting next to that person or something. And I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's still, you're still at work. You're still going to have to be a little bit well, more professional than you would be on the outside. Absolutely. And that's why I don't recommend people date people at work, although <laughs> yeah. that happens quite a bit, but yeah. I don't recommend it for that reason. Right. That's why with, with she and I, it started out as a genuine friendship mm-hmm. and then turned into something else. Mm-hmm. But if I would have known, I probably wouldn't have done it because again, you're working with them because they could have went all kinds of wrong. Yeah. And we know what that, that's a different show altogether. <laughs> yes. <but laughs> office relationships. Not safe for work or whatever. <laughs> I mean, office relationships go wrong all the time. Yeah. And I don't recommend it, nor would I ever, I don't think I would ever do it again. You know why they go wrong all the time? Because the odds of a relationship actually working out are so slim already. <laughs> that I mean, like, you know, I, it was, so the, 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 the other problem with that is that at that time, right, this is the 90s. Mm-hmm. This was way before online dating. This mm-hmm. was way before technology had caught up with everything. Mm-hmm. So the only other way to meet a person would be organically to walk up to a stranger. Yeah. How are you doing? Or buying them a drink, mm-hmm. seeing them at the club or you seeing them at really a bar. You don't really see a lot of that anymore. Not no more, right. So, but at, and so when you're at work, you're around these people all the time. So mm-hmm. you see them all the time. So feelings sometimes will develop. Especially if your home life isn't good. Yeah, but if you're, for a guy, you guys are visual creatures, so wouldn't you be, that physical attraction is going to be your first indicator that you like that person? Like, wouldn't that happen pretty early for a guy? 
the physical part. I, I, yeah, like I if you saw a beautiful woman, you're like, wow, that's a beautiful woman. And then you see her the next day in the break room and you kind of just start, oh, what kind of coffee do you like? Or I don't yeah, know. I mean, I mean, but I've, and I don't know. And every guy might be different. I'm not saying like, so there is attraction, right? The physical attraction. When you look at somebody, you're like, oh, yeah, like they're, mm-hmm. that's, that's my cup of tea, so to speak, right? Mm-hmm. But then what ends up happening, at least for me, then you get to know them. A little bit. And then you're and like, you're like mm, yeah, that's not good at all. <laughs> that happens a lot to like, you, I'm sure. Mm, like, it's like a little crush, I, you know. I mean, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So, yeah, you have to taper that because you don't know what they're, I mean, you're still going to be, and I have worked with women that I don't particularly care for their attitude or how their, their philosophy on life, mm-hmm. how they treat other people or any of that. But I still thought that they were attractive women. Mm-hmm. So there's that constant struggle where you're like, yeah. you know, I really think you're beautiful, but at the same time, your personality is garbage and I want nothing to do with I you. I don't know. I think women are different on that in the sense of like, if you're really hot and you have that bad of a attitude and all that other stuff, that's going to make you unattractive physically to us, mm. typically. Then I won't think you're attractive anymore, even physically. Mm. Because we're more emotional, so you are, you are. So but, you, in, but in general, I, you know, you got to be careful with the friend zone. Yeah, you just have to, because it's torture on the person that that has the feelings. Yeah, it's absolute torture. So, how often do you think that this happens? Where, let's say, you move forward with, let's say you're you're in the friend zone, and the girl gives you a chance. And it doesn't work out and you just killed, let's say you guys had the best friendship and that's ruined. How often do you think that that actually happens as opposed to people saying like, maybe they both kind of like each other, but one person's like, look, I don't want to lose what we have and like genuinely mean that. I don't mean like they're just saying it, but like, how often do you think that that happens and how tragic? So that's, that, that actually is one of the possible um, scenarios. Mm-hmm. Sometimes what ends up happening is, you know, you have to say it, friends with benefits. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was trying to think of that this morning. I couldn't remember that term. Um, no, so friends with benefits, that was a new thing. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, I'm sure it always existed. Somebody just put a name on it, just like Fight Club. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, it was on the tip of everyone's tongue and then somebody just finally said it and friends with benefits. Sometimes you can, that actually can sometimes be a thing too, mm-hmm. where you're attracted to somebody, right? Two, two people are attracted to each other physically, mm-hmm. but they're not, they don't want to be in a relationship. So it's like their go-to or maybe they want to be in relationships with other people. Mm-hmm. So they are technically friends. Like they hang out, mm-hmm. they go out for drinks. They might even go over each other's house, have pizza, whatever, mm-hmm. and it's physical, but then that's it. And then, of course, sometimes it never ha- it never fails. One starts having more of an emotional attachment to mm-hmm. the other ones. But but in the, re- in the scenario that you're talking about, you actually gave it a shot. Yeah. Right? You, you went through and you, you were in a relationship and you're like, no, nope, I don't like this. Mm-hmm. I think it depends on if you're both in agreement that it's not going to work, but you don't want to lose that friendship. I think... I do know people that have become friends after. So they dated for a while. They gave it a shot. Mm -hmm. Didn't work out. They're still good friends to this day. Yeah, if it didn't work out for normal reasons and not something really tragic, like something that, you know, whatever. And I think I just remembered, I think what I was thinking of was booty call. I think that's what I was (laughs) trying to think of. But anyway. It is the same thing, yeah. (laughs) But I mean, like, I don't know. I guess I feel like if you have a strong friendship with someone of the opposite sex and maybe that that feeling kind of creeps in a little bit, you really need to evaluate the friendship because if the friendship is so awesome that like, even if it, you don't want to take that chance, Mm. you know what I mean? It, to me, it's not worth it to lose. If you have something amazing with, with a friend. Oh, I completely, I I don't know if I would try. Yeah. And I I would say, um, cause I've had a lot of female friends throughout the years. Mm. Um, it's absolutely the best. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I've been I've been accused of of being in touch with my feminine side, mm-hmm. and I attribute that to all the female friends that I've ever had. And yeah. of course, I was I was in a house at one point with with three women, right? Mm-hmm. So it was my mom, my my two older sisters. Mm-hmm. So you pick up a few things here and there. Yeah, you hear them talk about you know boys and this, that, and the other, and 
and when you have a female, when you get the female perspective, which is what I <laughs> what I really crave, and men really need that. Yeah. Because it's interesting. I've had conversations with guys, and I know exactly where they're coming from. And sometimes I'm like, yeah, but girls don't like that. Or, yeah. you know, it's just, it's it's so interesting that we're all human, but women and men, to a certain degree, are built differently, yeah. just emotionally. Now, I will say this. I think every man has a feminine side, mm-hmm. and I think every woman has a masculine side. Mm-hmm. Whether or not you're in tune with that, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. I mean, and we're just labeling it that, but I, what we call masculine and feminine, feminine, excuse me, mm-hmm. are um, just like tendencies. Yeah. We're all human. Right, we guys have emotions too, even though <laughs> they like to think that we don't. Yeah. We do, and we do feel things deeply. It's just we sometimes don't like to talk about it as much, mm-hmm. and we just don't like to because you know we're afraid. Yeah, I mean, really, honestly, like you don't. And so, if you're with, let's say, let's say you're married, right, and you have a female friend, but. You feel like you can't tell your wife certain things because mm-hmm. she might take it wrong. Mm-hmm. You might be able to pass it by her first yeah. and be like, okay, this is what I'm thinking. How would you react? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then she could give you tips on, you know, how to soften the blow or yeah. come at it a little more diplomatically. Let's yeah. Say. So that's where the benefit is. But again, you're right. You got to be careful because as you're confiding in this person, mm-hmm. <sighs> Didn't Usher have a song about that? What was it? I don't uh, know where you pulled out these chestnuts from, but I don't I know. remember. I heard I don't it on the radio that. just again the other day. It was like, you, you got a girl, but your friend makes you want to leave. Oh, it's I think it's called <laughs> Wanna or something like that. But um, Oh, that Usher. Yeah, oh, Usher. He knew. He knew. But what about like for an instance where, let's say you have that conversation. Okay, so you're the guy and you go to your friend and you're like, hey, like, I'm catching feelings for you. And she politely declines. Well, I guess first, actually, what's the best way to say no in that scenario? Because you are very vulnerable at that point in time when you're expressing your feelings. You don't know how the other person is going to take it. Right. How would you want to be told nicely? I think first you do have to. And for me, whenever I told, you know, the girl at, at the time, I was like, well, I'm, I'm very flattered. Which I was, mm. uh, but then it's like. But, but you I had an easy out because you did, were married. I did have a super so. easy out, and I don't know. I don't know that I would have dated her anyways, even if I wasn't. That's married. what I'm saying. Like yeah. you had an easy out, but let's say you weren't married, and you, 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 you what you just said, you don't want to be with her. So like, I don't know. I'm what's just, funny about that? What's funny about that? That one caught me off guard because I, I can't imagine anybody would be attracted to me. Period. I think a lot <laughs> of guys feel that same thing. They're like, why would anyone? Exactly, because here's the thing, okay, and this is what's so amazing about that, right, mm-hmm. from when it's a guy, when it happens to a guy, is that when you have a female friend that is just a friend and you're not attracted to her in that mm-hmm. way, mm-hmm. you can be yourself. Like yeah. you just, I'm not saying that you're like, you know, being vulgar or anything like that, but for the most part, you can be yourself and not feel judged, mm-hmm. which is awesome, which again, guys... So going back to guys don't like to talk to women about or their partners mm-hmm. about certain things because they feel like they're going to get judged mm-hmm. for whatever they're going to say. Yeah. But when you have a friend, they're not judging you. So you can say whatever you want to to them and you there's no repercussion of them leaving you, right? Because they're your friend. Right. Friends stick around. Right. You know, like if you tell your spouse something or whatever, they're going to get mad. Like if you have a female friend, you can tell her, yeah, I saw this beautiful woman the other day. She was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Couldn't keep my eyes off her. She had a red dress. I didn't do anything, but, but I'm just you- telling you that I can say that to my female friend. I can't say that to my wife. Right, but why wouldn't you just tell a guy friend that? Like what I'm talking about something specifically that you would want to say to a woman and not your guy friends because like that instance with well, the other girl, you could just tell your guy friends that's the I, same I thing. I could. I could, but that's why I'm saying you almost put them in the same category because they're friends. Mm. The female and the male have nothing to do with it. The only benefit of having a female friend is as far as I can see is that you can run things by her from mm-hmm. a female perspective. But if you're friends with somebody, mm-hmm. You're bullshitting. You're sorry. You're having fun. You know. You're, <laughs> yeah. you're just kind of BSing. You're you're enjoying. You know. You're just giggling, laughing. It's yeah. it's like anybody else. Yeah. It's like you know, you can be in the same room with all your male friends and her, and it still be with it, be the same. Yeah. I mean, you might have to be a little more courteous because you know she's still a woman. And, you know, you don't want to get too crass, but mm-hmm. you know, it's 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 okay. You know, yeah. it's all right. So yeah, 
I would probably tell a male and the male friend would probably understand it. The female mm-hmm. would probably give a different perspective. And sometimes you tell them just to see what they think about that. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just interesting to see, to hear that point of view. Yeah. It's fascinating to me. But again, you can't say that. Or let's just say specifically, let's say you have a female friend mm-hmm. and you're married and you're like, um, you know, I saw that beautiful woman in a red dress. Mm-hmm. I wish my wife would wear things like that more. And I'm not trying to say anything bad, but it's just like, I see that and I'm yeah. attracted to that. So and you're going to ask the friend, how do I tell my wife that I wanted to start yeah, dressing this way? if it's even a good idea to even bring it up in the first place. Well, the way you just said it, no. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, honey, I saw a gorgeous woman in a red dress. Can, why don't you dress like that? I was really turned on by her. But you, you got sweatpants mode. <laughs> Right, of course, and you want to be gentle, but that's that's absolutely. Yeah. But I'll but I'll give you an example. If it was a dude, and a dude came up and he was wearing jorts, right? <laughs> I'd be like, dude, what are you doing? You can so you see what I say? Like yeah. you can you can clown on him, mm-hmm. and he's probably going to clown back or whatever, but he's not going to take it to heart. Mm-hmm. So it's different, right? But when you're in a relationship, you can't say it that way. So men, because we're in that mode. We would say something like that because we think, okay, the direct approach is the best approach, mm-hmm. which is not always the case. It is maybe when you're talking to another dude, perhaps, yeah. but with a female, not so much. And even if you do come with a direct approach, you got to be very careful because she she might come back with the, the direct approach as well, yeah. <laughs> which is not something. So you want to soften it. You want to make sure that everything, like I said, you can't say that to... So she would probably give you tips, like you said, like, mm-hmm. don't do it that way or maybe don't do it at all. Or, yeah. you know, maybe do this, maybe do that. And, and mm-hmm. you know, it's it's served me well yeah. <laughs> to run it by yeah. the female. <laughs> I can see that. But my point that I was trying to make earlier before I asked the additional question, but like, what if you say your feelings and she doesn't, she says, you know, I'm sorry, thank you, but um, I'm not interested and then the guy won't let it go. Like he won't, like if he decides to stay in the friendship and he kind of keeps on it, like he won't accept it. What does the woman, I mean. Well, you would have to, like, let's say it happened, right? Uh-huh. And I think, I think this is how I, um, and it's, I've had it done to me too. But essentially they would say I'm flattered. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I don't feel the same way. Mm-hmm. If you want, we can continue to be friends. But just so that we're clear, it's only going to be friends if that's the relationship that you want to have with me. Mm-hmm. Once you establish that boundary, then you're you're good to move forward. Now, if he can't give it up mm-hmm. and he keeps on insisting and keep on trying, mm-hmm. at some point you're, you're going to ruin the friendship anyway yeah, if you keep doing that. You're just going to be like, I'm I'm done with it. Yeah. I can't I can't do this anymore, uh, and I have to. I'm sorry, I just can't be your friend anymore at all. Period. Point blank. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that's the end of the friendship. That's the end of any potential. It's it's done. It's over with. Do you think that maybe this would seem kind of awkward? And I know you tease me about this, but do you think that maybe when you start a new friendship with someone of the opposite sex, you make it clear in the beginning? <laughs> it helps. <laughs> like, I know that's awkward, but like if you establish that like really early on, like, no, it will never be. So don't even like, yeah. I mean, if you could do that for (laughs) sure, I would, I would definitely do that. I would, Mm. I would definitely. Absolutely. How would you as a man take that information? If you heard a female say that for a man, again, if I have no emotional attachment to this person and Mm. it's freshly new relationship, Mm -hmm. friendship or whatever, I wouldn't take it hard at all. If anything, I would, I would appreciate it Mm because I'm like, okay, cool. We're establishing what this is. Mm -hmm. And so because we're establishing it, like I understand like this is the way, like she's basically put a boundary and said, we're going to be friends and that's never going to go any further than that. Like sweet, cool, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Like that's perfect Mm -hmm. because, and and this is just me, cool. (laughs) (laughs) Because there's plenty of fish in the sea. And for me, it's like you get much more out of a friendship. I'm not saying relationships are bad, right? Relationships mm-hmm. and romantic relationships. They can be wonderful. They can be just absolutely the best thing that ever happened. Mm-hmm. But a friendship is much different. Yeah, It's much, much different because there's not the... So friendships 
can be more honest with one another. Yeah, the pressure's off. Right. Because right. it's like, I can be honest with you. I can be my true self mm-hmm. and you're still going to hang out with me. That's mm-hmm. why you're my friend. Mm-hmm. We don't even always have to be friendly towards one another. That's mm-hmm. the other beauty part. Yeah. And so because it's a, it's a different kind of an emotional attachment than a romantic one, because romantic, there's way more expectations. Mm-hmm. I'm going to need you to open up the doors for me. I'm going to need you to pull out flowers. When you come over, you better look a certain way. Mm-hmm. Like you better treat me a certain way. I want you to, you know, mm-hmm. treat me like a romantic partner. Mm-hmm. With your friendship, you don't have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> you just you just see them whenever you see them. Yeah. You don't have to bring them roses. You don't have to do any of that <laughs> stuff. Like it's wonderful. It's yeah. fantastic. You can talk shop. You could just, you, it's it's fantastic. Yeah. But romantic is like, okay, now it's Valentine's. I got to get her something. Yeah. I got to do this. It's our anniversary. It's her birthday. And, and don't get me wrong. You do that with friends too. But again, there's not so much pressure. Right. I think that's the whole point of having friends is you have these people close to you in your life, but you're not obligated to do anything. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be friends with anyone. Exactly. If you're friends with them, it's only because you want to and that's it. Exactly, exactly right. And when you're in a relationship, you're like, Let's say you start having doubts mm. and you're like, oh, I don't know if I want to be with this person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know that most people don't go forward with breaking up because they're like, okay, I'm going to lose it all. Yeah. Whereas in a friendship, it doesn't work that way. Right. Even if you have a fight, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. So long as you still respect each other and, you, you know, as long as you don't go overboard mm-hmm. with, with the argument or the disagreement, whatever, you're still going to be friends and yeah. you, they're still going to be a part of your life. You're still going to be able to hang out. It's it's a... Uh, it's a much different, different vibe. Yeah. Or, I mean, if you don't want to be friends with someone, it's not as messy to kind of leave that friendship. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that there's no hurt feelings, but, um, but you kind of touched on something that I was thinking about too, when you were talking about being able to talk to your friend about things that you wouldn't talk about with your significant other. And I was thinking like, like even like um, really unattractive things, you know, mm, like uh, really <laughs> gross. I don't know. Like, um, well, I can't think of something particular, but like, you know, you can be a little bit more open. Okay. Let's say you and I are friends. If you passed gas in front of me, mm. I it wouldn't mean anything. I don't yeah. care. I mean, well, I mean, I care, but like, care. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's yeah. not, there's nothing. But I'm saying like even conversations, like um, maybe you maybe you want to have a conversation about the girl you saw in the red dress, right? But maybe yeah. you want to get a little bit deeper than just saying oh, yeah. like, I was, oh yeah, she was attractive. Yeah. You still have the urge to say that. And again, you can have those kind of conversations, but not even just that, but even like things that maybe you're a little bit embarrassed about, yeah. things that you wouldn't feel comfortable telling your spouse, even though if you've been married for a long time, but maybe you have an embarrassing childhood story that you think about all the time and you just want to tell someone close to you, but you would feel like you were talking about judged yeah. by your significant other. So there's a lot of freedom in what you can talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, and even to, I mean, yeah, with the feelings, like if you get into a fight, it's not that you're not hurt, but you kind of like, okay, it's just a fight. It's nothing. We'll get over it unless right. it's something really bad. Right. Like, exactly. Unless if, if they go overboard, then yeah, for sure. But when you're in, you're in a friendship, again, you're not going to break up. You're just going to be upset for a little bit and then you're going to mm-hmm. go back. But in a relationship, a romantic relationship, especially if it's not working out, you know that the chances of you becoming friends afterwards, especially if you've been in a relationship for a while. Oh, yeah. Let's say six months to a year. Mm-hmm. And one person strongly feels more for another. Mm-hmm. There's no way you can be friends. You're done. As far as that can, is that as far as that is concerned, excuse me, mm-hmm. you're done, which is the problem that I had with my very first girlfriend. It's kind of the same thing. We weren't, we didn't start out as friends, but it kind of, right? So we Mm -hmm. started talking on the phone and it was like six months before I ever met her. So I got to know her. Mm -hmm. There was no physical part and Mm -hmm. there was no visual. I didn't see her or anything. So I got to know her. So over the years, we got really comfortable and then it turned into a romantic relationship. For me, after the breakup, Mm -hmm. I didn't want to be with her anymore in a romantic, but I remember I missed the friendship part of it because I was like, I can't talk to her anymore. She knows some of my most intimate details of my life and I can't talk to her anymore. Yeah. That's the part that hurts. And I wish that when people would break up that they could still be friends, (laughs) but I know that that's not the way the world works. But you think about that. You've invested a lot of time and energy into that romantic relationship Mm -hmm. and then you break off, you know, you you break up. Mm -hmm. 
it's you can't talk to them anymore. Yeah. And they know everything. So now you gotta start a new relationship with another person. Bring them up to speed on whatever is going on in your life. <laughs> You're like, I've already told this story before, but I have to say it again. Right. Now. Like, you have to give some context. You can't just yeah. go into, you know, like, oh, I've been having a problem with this coworker. Like, there's yeah. a lot of history behind that. Yeah. And your previous partner knew all about it. Yeah. This new person knows nothing about it. Yeah. I've had exes that come back to me in certain circumstances and said that same thing of like, if we were together for a long time, they'd be like, well, you know, we know each other better. Like, I just want to talk to you. I mm-hmm. want you in my life. It's some capacity. Like, fine, you don't want to be with me. But like, it's almost like you're, if you're together long enough, it feels like they're family. Mm-hmm. And so like, yeah, I mean, it's really hard because, and even that same connection, you won't have that exact same connection with someone else. No. So even if you do get deep with someone else or become really close friend wise, romantically, whatever, it's still not going to be the same. It was different because it's especially like with, with you know, my first girlfriend, it was, she knew me during a teenager, when mm-hmm. I was a teenager, right? Mm-hmm. Through the ages of, I think, 13, all the way up into my 20s. So like the worst part. The worst part of my, that's absolutely <laughs> right. So she knew everything that was going on in my life at that time, yeah. right? All the stuff that was going on with my parents and this and that, mm-hmm. like she just knew it all. Yeah. So it was, I remember after we broke up, I felt super sad because Mm -hmm. I was like, I can't talk to her anymore. Yeah. Like that part of it is gone. Yeah. Like, yeah. But, and with her, you know, unfortunately, like even years afterwards, I didn't Mm want to be a stalker about it, but I do remember like looking her up and unfortunately things didn't work out well for her. And I felt bad because I felt like, yes, I don't want to be romantically involved with you, Mm -hmm. but I just feel like. I wish I could have helped you a little bit. You know yeah. what I mean? I know it's inappropriate now because she's moved on and so right. was I, but it, you just feel like I I wish I could do something for them because I, I hate to see them suffer, mm-hmm. even though we're not boyfriend, girlfriend anymore yeah. or whatever. But like, you just don't want to, you never want to see your friends hurt at all. Yeah. And you still consider them a friend. It's just, they were a girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's why like certain breakups will hit you harder because it is, I mean, like, if a friendship doesn't work out, like I said, there's going to be some hurt feelings, but it's not as bad. But let's say that you are with someone so romantically, you love this person and then you guys have the best friendship. When you lose both of them at the same time, I think that some breakups, they're really hard because of what you're saying. It's like you're having to give up all the relationship stuff, which sucks, but then you're losing this friend and you know that you'll never be mm-hmm. with them again. And it's just... I can imagine it's even harder. That breakup is going to be more, you know, for you to deal with. I mean, it's, and yeah, you know, what's funny is that like, let's say you have a rela- a, a friendship, mm-hmm. right? And let's say it's a male, female relationship, whatever. And it's, but it's just a friendship. Mm-hmm. The interesting part about that is that let's just say for whatever reason, that relationship dies down, mm-hmm. right? And then you don't speak to them for, could be five years. Yeah. The next time you see them, you're still going to be like, hey, what uh, are you doing? And like, yeah. you're going to embrace each other. And you're still like, yeah, you weren't as close as you once were, but you were like, there was no hard feelings. It just, right. for whatever reason, faded. Right. You can't do that with exes. <laughs> no. They they run when they see you somewhere. You can't be like, like oh, hey. My, you're like, oh my God, there's my ex. Yes, exactly. They run and, and hide. If, and if you have somebody, if you're with your partner at the mm. time or you're not and they are, Again, it's awkward, right? Yeah. Or it's just inappropriate. I wouldn't even say awkward because I don't, I don't get awkward anymore. But, mm-hmm. but it's inappropriate, and you can't just like, hey, how mm-hmm. you doing? <laughs> How's life been? You can't mm-hmm. because in most cases when you break up, it's because something. Well, I don't know. I mean, people break up for different reasons, but regardless, mm-hmm. you've just told that person, I do not want to be with you anymore. Yeah. <laughs> And some people don't take that too well. They're like, oh, they, they get bitter and, mm-hmm. you know, they're upset because, you know, they they did like you or whatever, regardless of which one of those you are. Yeah. It's still, yeah. you're, it's like, you know, when you're, if you're quitting a job, you can't just go, screw you, man, and walk out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could, but you're never going to work at that place ever again, yeah. right? So it's better to be like, hey, okay, I'm leaving. It's on good terms. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to burn any bridges sort yeah. of thing, but yeah. Kind of implied that the majority of the time that the guys are in the friend zone, it's because he's a quote unquote nice guy. You know, nice guys finish last. All that. You know, we have all those sayings. Mm. Well, I was talking to um, a gentleman yesterday about this topic, and you know, he was saying that from a guy's perspective, he was saying like, okay, 
if you friend a woman and you know, you see her go through all these bad boys, right? She's like, that's what she's attracted to. And maybe you do say your feelings. And then she's like, I'm sorry. I just see you as a friend, but he knows like eventually because that whole thing where we date all the jerks and whatever that passes, right? At the end of the day, you're going to want a nice guy who's going to be there for you and be a good husband and blah, blah, blah. Mm. So that guy was saying like, you know, he was like, well, that means like they're settling. That guy was saying it's not settling doesn't always have to be a bad thing. No. You know what I'm saying? And no. I, and that was like an interesting perspective for me because the way guys sell it is that settling is bad, which I get the reasons why. But if I'm 21 and I want to date a bunch of loser jerks because that's, you know, what you want to do or whatever. And I have like this nice guy friend you know, eventually if, if I'm like, you know what, I'm kind of over this, mm-hmm. let me, let me try something for real. And I go to my friend, that doesn't mean I wouldn't feel like I'm just settling. Settling means that you don't have any other options maybe. <laughs> and you're just like, well, I don't like this person at all, but no, nah, I well, don't have anyone else. So I think, um, I think what ends up happening is right. The, 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 the version of the, our ideal partner is almost entirely unrealistic mm-hmm. right because it's like from a guy's perspective right we want a girl that's absolutely beautiful cooks and cleans doesn't mm-hmm. bother us whenever we're watching tv mm-hmm. you know what i mean like you know is a lady but also you know when you're intimate mm-hmm. is you know more adventurous let's say mm-hmm. like you build these things out right mm-hmm. but it's unrealistic and so then what ends up happening is that sense, that's the bar, mm-hmm. right? And you set that bar that high, mm-hmm. anything else is going to be settling. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like for in that situation, when a guy does that, it's like, no, you're never going to find that ever. I'm sorry. It's just, and if you do, God bless, because mm-hmm. you're, you're one of the lucky few. And I'm not saying that women out like don't exist, but they're probably already taken mm-hmm. of that. I can almost guarantee you mm-hmm. because what you described is, is loyal and this, that, and the other. Yeah. So... Yeah, if you're going to look at it from that standpoint, yes, anything else aside from that is settling, which is not really a good way of looking at that. Yeah. For me personally, I've kind of learned that you do have deal breakers and mm-hmm. I think you should still with your stick with your deal breakers if um like let's say you don't want to be in an abusive relationship, right? He could be all those things, but then if he's abusive, I'm sorry, it's just not going to work out. Right. Unless you're into it, you know, again, I don't know, if it works for you, supposedly, you know what I mean? Like different strokes for different folks, as mm-hmm. they used to say. But me personally, I don't think that's very healthy. And, you know, like nobody, I don't think, should ever be in an abusive relationship. But again, it's, it's. Uh, I would say for for me, mm-hmm. that's what you started out when you're in your 20s. And this, this fictitious person that, that doesn't exist. I don't know if women do that. I'm assuming that they did. And they do. They're like, I want a guy that's this and this and this mm-hmm. and wants to talk and, <laughs> and dress as well, doesn't wear polo shirts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is on the list. I'm sure it is. <laughs> and you do all that. And then, of course, most men don't fit that bill. Yeah. And so now what do you do, right? Um, so... Uh, my point being is that for men, I, when I was younger, maybe that's what I was looking for. Now, looks are still important because I'm still a dude, mm-hmm. but that's not the only thing. Yeah. And so for me, the way she treats me, the way mm-hmm. she interacts with me and my family, the way uh, we interact, mm-hmm. the conversations that we have, the, the all of it, mm-hmm. that seems to me much more important. Because companionship at some point becomes way more important mm-hmm. than the physical attraction. Do you think that you can have a truly successful marriage if you are not friends with that person? Like if it's just a straight romantic, nothing more than that? Do you think that that would be... I guess we would have to define like what what is friends because let's say you're an extrovert Mm -hmm. and the other person's an introvert. Mm -hmm. It could still work. I mean, you know what I mean? Like it could still work. You're, you can still be friendly or whatever, but like one person's going to want to be out more and right. be outgoing and be in more social events mm-hmm. and the other person, not so much. But, but if just, it works, it works. Yeah. But the, you're talking about like two different interests. I'm not talking about that. I'm saying like there is a different vibe when you are in a relationship with someone that you truly are also friends with. It's mm-hmm. different. Yeah. What I'm saying is, do you think you could have a truly successful marriage if you do not have a like friendship with your partner. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I guess it depends on the the type of friendship. Because I would just do an interest, but like, yeah. what would you define that? Like, what is what is that? What does that look like? To you? I don't know. Or maybe you can be more yourself. I think you know what I mean. There's like we talked about the relaxation of of having that friendship, right? If you're strictly romantic, you may feel that you can't really be yourself because you're worried about what they're going to think of you. So maybe right. you're going to be a little bit more reserved with you know if you want to be goofy or whatever things that you would do in a relationship with someone that you were friends with also. Right. But that's what I'm saying. When you're in a romantic relationship, there's boundaries that you can't cross. Yeah. If I'm, if I'm hanging out with a female friend Mm -hmm. and I see a a beautiful woman walk by, I can be like, wow, did you see that? Did you see her? Like how she was rocking? I can't say that to my, my romantic partner. You can still have a friendship with your romantic (laughs) partner. You can, you can. But that's what I'm saying. Like I I remember one time when I was, um, and I've heard this from a couple of different people Mm -hmm. is like, uh, so I remember we went to Mexico and it was with my ex-wife's uh, parents or whatever, or grandparents, and they were out there. Well, the grandmother didn't particularly care for seafood, but the grandfather did. Mm-hmm. So she would cook the seafood for them. And she was like, I don't like it. I can't stand it, but I know they do it. So I'm going to cook it for them. That's love. So I think you need love. Friendship would be great mm-hmm. if you can have that. I don't know that that was friendship. I think that was more love. Like she loved him so much that she was going to yeah. hang. Because friends won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't care. If, yeah, if, but in a romantic relationship, you have love plus the friendship. Yeah. So wouldn't you be able to do that anyway? I think, I think like so friendship, I guess, in a relationship, in a romantic relationship, mm-hmm. to me what that looks like is spending time together, mm-hmm. right? Like that's why I, I use the events because you will have to spend a significant amount of time together doing events and mm-hmm. it doesn't need to be out and about. Maybe you're at home. Maybe you're both reading books together. Maybe mm-hmm. you're playing a board game together. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're watching a movie together. Again, you can do that with them. That's, mm-hmm. but when it comes to, okay, there's differences now that person likes to be outgoing. I'm not so much. That's where things, but you're still friends, right? I, I, it depends, right? So that's what I'm saying, because here's the other thing. When you're in a relationship, many times you want to talk to your partner. I think like one of the things that I've heard from women is that women say, nah, I don't like it if my man has a female friend. Mm -hmm. Like I don't like that at all because she's just trying to angle and get her, get in there, whatever. (laughs) Like she's trying to steal my man. She's a homewrecker, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, let's, let's, let's look at that for a second. Mm -hmm. The, The correct question you should be asking yourself is why is it that you're, husband, partner, whatever, is looking to talk to another woman about Mm -hmm. something. And to me, what that indicates to me is that there are things that he wants to say to his wife Mm -hmm. that he knows he can't bring up to his... I'll give you an example. So let's say your wife comes home. It's been a long day. She starts telling you about Judy at work. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Judy. I can't stand Judy. Judy's always doing this, that, and she comes home and she starts telling you that. And it's like, okay, cool, cool, cool. You hear them out and it's like, okay, fine, you know, like you, you be supportive or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So when you have a problem, if you do the same thing and you come home and you talk about your coworker, mm-hmm. if you do that every day or whatever, at some point she might be like, I don't want to hear that. Mm-hmm. I've had my own rough day. I've had my own things that I, I don't want to hear about your problems. Mm-hmm. And so a guy will just stop. Or what's even worse is that if you tell something and you're vulnerable towards your romantic partner and they weaponize that and they mm. throw that back in your face at some point when they're arguing or whatever, that husband is going to shut down. He's going to say, okay, two things. She doesn't want to hear about my day mm-hmm. because she's had her own bad day. So I need to be supportive of her, which I am, but I'm still human. Second thing is I can't be vulnerable with her because the moment that we get into a fight, she's going to use that as a weapon and mm-hmm. she's going to try to hurt me with it. Yeah. And so you've done those two things. So, but you're still human. So you still need to release and purge all those feelings. You need to talk to somebody. If you go talk to your male dudes or your male friends, excuse me, they're, they're going to be like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> they probably won't care either. You know, not that they don't, whatever, but guys are just different. They'll be like, all right, we'll have a beer and, you know, get over it. You know what I mean? Like, what are you going to do? Yeah. But then you go to the female friend. And she's all ears, man. She'll yeah. listen to everything and mm-hmm. she'll be sympathetic. She's not going to throw it back in your face. She's not going to, because she's your friend. Yeah. She's not a romantic partner. Romantic mm-hmm. partners tend to do that. I think that's the number one, I would say, um, 
thing that people do that they should not do, mm-hmm. which is when somebody's being vulnerable, especially a man, mm-hmm. and he's telling you an intimate secret, it doesn't matter what it is, even if it's the silliest, goofiest thing that you could ever hear. Yeah. The moment that you weaponize and throw it back in his face, he's done. Yeah, that's just bad practicing. It's, like, it's, nobody should do that. But, but that's what ends up happening. So then he starts talking to the female friend. Yeah. She's supportive. Mm-hmm. She's listening to everything. She's hanging on every word. Mm-hmm. She's like, got on a red dress. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, you're like, this is wonderful. Like, thank you for being supportive. I mm-hmm. need that. You know, every boy, every boy, their mother is their first Love mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Like you love your mother. That's your. That's the first woman that you're introduced to. Yeah. That's the template for every other woman that comes in there. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that you're going to compare them, but it's like that's the first that you ever had. Like mm-hmm. everybody has a first. If, if the first time you ever had cake and it was amazing, you're going to compare <laughs> it to that every single time, right? Yeah. So, mother, you spend a lot of time with them, so you need that compassion. Mm-hmm. And if you, if when when you get into when you marry somebody or in a relationship, mm-hmm. and that other woman has problems too, and and she's not as receptive and mm-hmm. she doesn't hear you out because she's got her own things. Like mm-hmm. she doesn't want to hear your problems. Yeah. It's like I, I, guys understand then, but we're going to go and find somebody that does. It's yeah. as simple as that. Women do it too, mind you. This I'm just using the male perspective, but you never, you, you hear about it all the time. Oh, yeah. And most of the time, you know, well, back in the day anyways, it was more like, well, the woman's been neglected. And it's like, that's why she cheated. And it's like, okay, but <laughs> the men get neglected too. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not yeah. here to justify either one of them. But the point being the same, if you neglect your partner, mm-hmm. especially in the, in the emotional part, mm-hmm. don't be surprised if they go and try to find a friend that they, that they just want a sympathetic ear. Yeah, but I feel like... Most women, not all, I know women do it too, but most women, when, if I had a guy friend come to me and tell me about their relationship woes or whatever it is, my mind isn't going to go to, okay, how can I make this where I can get with this guy? Guys, on the other hand, they're hawks waiting for that perfect time to swoop down and and just be like, exactly. So like, but... You know, it's like, it's messed up. Like I get why it's easier. Right. But I mean, there are men who are like buzzards, really like swarming around waiting to swoop in on those kinds of situations that you just said. Well, I will say this, right. I will say this. Mm. So the way we're built, we're built differently, men and women, Mm -hmm. right? Like I was telling you, men have the emotions too. We just don't necessarily know how to deal with it Mm -hmm. and especially when listen to other people's problems because well and i don't know what the younger generation but my generation is you just suck it up and move on yeah stop complaining because nobody cares Mm -hmm. you just get get going with life Mm -hmm. yeah you had a bad day sorry ts right Mm -hmm. i don't know what i don't know what to tell you you know what i mean like i don't want to hear you crying that's that's the the mentality that we had right Mm -hmm. Women, on the other hand, are sometimes a little more emotional. They mm-hmm. know how to express their feelings, even if, even if they don't exactly know what's, what they're saying. They mm-hmm. just need to get it out. They need to purge it. So what I would say is that women, it's easier, I think, that sometimes, like you're right, when a man is talking to a female, even if it's a coworker, maybe mm-hmm. they're not that close of friends, mm-hmm. but he just needs to tell somebody, yeah. another female, mm-hmm. because he doesn't want to hear the other guy say, dude, just suck it up. Yeah. So he talks to her. When a woman does that for a man, you're right, because mm-hmm. men are not naturally built that way. Yeah. They're just not. They're yeah. just not. Now, if, if you need it, because we're built in such a way that we need to fix it. Mm-hmm. And so when I talk to a... When I talk to a female, mm-hmm. she's not going to try to fix my problem. She might give me some tips on yeah. what I could do and maybe even give me the perspective of mm-hmm. a female, but she's not necessarily going to fix it. She's yeah. just going to give me some ideas to to kind of, you know, think about for a while. Right. A man, if you go to a man with a problem, mm-hmm. he's going to want to fix it. Yeah, because that's how you deal with all things. Exactly. So if they're listening, <laughs> like really attentive, either A, they're just more evolved or they're in touch with their feminine side. Mm-hmm. Or in most cases, like you said, they're just like, okay, I know that this is the path mm-hmm. to where I want to get. <laughs> 
It's so I have to listen to, but they're, we're just not built that way. Yeah. In general, we're, or again, like again, if you come to a problem and say, "Hey, my car is not starting" or whatever, and the guy knows cars, he's like, "Oh, well, you came to the right guy. Mm-hmm. Let's go outside. Let's take a look." You know, and he starts, you know, doing this, that, or, "Oh, you know, my garbage disposal broke down." He's like, "Oh, well, did you try to hit the reset button? Did you try to do this? Did mm-hmm. you try to clean it? Did you try to turn on?" That's what we do. Yeah. We're, but but again, I think females in general, they're not looking for that. I think. I think it depends too. I think this is when, especially when, when your female partner is talking to you, Mm -hmm. you really need to, and maybe you should just ask, but for a guy, we have to be very careful because we don't know if you're telling us this because you want us to fix it Mm -hmm. or if you're telling us this because you just want us to hear you out. You're Mm -hmm. just looking for a sympathetic ear. Yeah. And that's where you, you're not sure. Mm-hmm. Because if you try to fix it, sometimes it ends up being the reverse. It never works out. So do you think that women should establish that in the beginning before we tell you something? Like, hey, I'm going to tell you this thing and I need a solution or I just want you to listen and nothing I more. I think so. Yeah, I think so. I think once you do that, it makes our job mm-hmm. easier. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise we don't know what you want. Yeah. Because and and I think females do that with each other too, and you guys don't say it. Because I think so I'll give you an example. A girl goes up to another girl and starts complaining about her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. My boyfriend's garbage. He doesn't do this. He doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. He doesn't, you know, he neglects me. He does this. The other female says, drop him. No, but you don't get it. Like she just wants to say it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But the other female might be more practical and she might be thinking, well, just dump him. Like, what are you wasting your time? I've never said that to a friend when she came to complain. That. That's <laughs> never been my answer. Girl, just break up with him. Like, oh. Well, even if you don't put it that way, you, girls are way more diplomatic. So you might say something like, you know, you could do better. You know, have I you considered, <laughs> have you considered, whatever the case may be, yeah. right? But they're, again, the worst thing that you could do is start talking bad about him because then she's going to start immediately mm-hmm. defending him, which just reinforces that relationship. So sometimes you just have to hear him out. But at some point, let's say she keeps on complaining over and over and over. I'm assuming a woman eventually mm-hmm. is going to say, is going to try to fix it at some point, right? Yeah. Even if she doesn't say that, but let's say after the 20th time, mm-hmm. Maybe you might say, yeah, maybe hey, after 20 times, you mean like, it, girl, you might dump consider, that guy. Yeah, you might want to reconsider <laughs> yeah. uh, your relationship with this guy because I don't think it's working out the way you like it. Unless yeah. you're enjoying this this back and forth and this, this feeling of neglect and mm-hmm. whatever. Like, I don't know what to tell you at well, that point. Two things could happen in that scenario. What you just said of the woman's going to automatically start defending her boyfriend, husband, whatever, or... If you're the friend and you're kind of um, mirroring what she's saying, it's going to give her maybe the confidence or whatever. Or maybe she's like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. Because in your mind, you're like another person saying it too. So maybe I should leave this person when maybe you don't really want to. Maybe you are just venting or there's kind of one thing that you vent about a lot, but it's not that big of a deal. It's not a deal breaker. So like having someone be like, oh, yeah, that's really messed up. And I can't believe, you know, it kind of hypes you up a little bit to kind of go back to the person and be like, you know what? They're right. Even though they're just mirroring what you said. I mean, you know what I mean? As a guy, if my female partner, right, mm-hmm. um, established that at the very beginning. It's like, look, I need to tell you something. I, I'm not looking for a fix. I'm not looking for solutions. Yeah. I just need to just vent for a little bit. It's like, all right, baby, what you got? Yeah. And then, you know, listen, mm-hmm. pay attention. I'm not saying just kind of stand there with a blank face. Yeah. You know, you have to interact and you have to ask the right questions, but she wants to get it out. And most of the time, if she is looking for a solution, she can actually find it while you're talking to them. And they're like, right. oh, okay, like it's clicking like you said, if you mirror it and she hears it back, like, oh, well, you know, maybe I can go this way or maybe I can. Mm-hmm. Now, if she says, hey, I have this problem, mm-hmm. I need your thoughts to kind of brainstorm. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, I got you. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's have that conversation. Right? But I think most long-term relationships, you kind of learn that early on. So like when I've been in long-term relationships, you come to a point where you don't have to establish that. They know that you, they just want, you're just wanting to vent and that's it. They know that over time, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I think it's 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 intuition, but yeah. I think 
Well, it's it's just a learned behavior too, because you know, like maybe the first couple of times you try to fix it and your girlfriend says, no, I don't need you to fix it. I just want you to listen. You only really need to be told that a few times when then you're going to start like, oh, okay, if she's complaining about Judy, then like she just wants to complain and that's it. But but the problem with that is, let's say she does that all the time. Mm -hmm. And then one time she comes home and complains about Judy and just like tells you or asks you, what would you do? Yeah. Now you're like, oh, well, I wasn't thinking about a solution. I was just thinking about listening. Guys don't think like that because when when, when people say, tell me things, I'm already thinking of all the different scenarios in my head. If you're if you're if you're having an emotional situation, mm-hmm. and I know that you're not looking for me to fix anything, you're just having an emotional situation. Uh-huh. I know my job is to be there and supportive of you. Right, but it doesn't cross your mind to think of a solution no, for later. Not on. even a little okay, bit. Okay, women do that naturally. Is my point. Mm-hmm. We well, already, men do too, but I don't. Oh, <laughs> men, men are already thinking of that. But that's what I'm saying. If you because they and they can't help but help themselves. But, but you to should say, though, right? You should always, even if you're not ready to deliver that. You should have maybe that solution in there when it comes to the point in time where maybe she does say, "Babe, what would you do?" You already have that at the ready. Well, that's what I'm saying. If we establish the conversation early on, mm-hmm. say, "Look, I just need to vent." I got my mindset to, okay, I'm going to be emotionally available for her and supportive of her. Gotcha. Now, because if you're not, let's say she did something. Let's say she's telling you what you did or she was interacting with Judy Mm -hmm. and you know she made a mistake. You can't tell her that (laughs) because she needs your emotional Uh support. She doesn't need you to dissect it because there's been times when I've had a conversation with Mm -hmm. with, uh, my partner and she was like, yeah, and then I did this and then she did that. And I was like, ooh. In my head, mm-hmm. you shouldn't have done that. Yeah. But you can't tell her that. <laughs> Unless she says, what do you think? And then you say, you should have done that. <laughs> Perhaps. And then they get mad at you anyway. But that's what I'm saying because you're on their side, yeah. which is another reason why uh, female friends are better mm-hmm. because they will, friends in general, yeah. because they will call you out on that. Yeah. And you know that if they're your friends, they're, it comes from a place of love. Right. Rather With than your, judgment. Well, and here's the problem with a, a romantic relationship is mm-hmm. that they do love you, but mm-hmm. they also know which buttons to push yeah. to hurt you if they want to, mm-hmm. right? Friends, in most cases, because there's no romantic, so it's all voluntary, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, I want to be with you. I, I like hanging out with you. You're an imperfect person, but mm-hmm. I still want to hang out with you. So when they tell you stuff, you can say, hey, you might have handled that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if you should have done that. I mm-hmm. get that you were upset. If they're real friends, then they'll open up and perk their ears because mm-hmm. it's like, okay, is she jabbing me because she's jabbing? Like, again, a romantic partner, mm-hmm. she's like, are you saying that to, you know, make me mad? Are you mm-hmm. trying to piss me off? When you know, when you do it to a friend, that's not where they're coming from because they're your friend. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Because your romantic partner might be mad at you because you left the socks out. <laughs> You know, what I mean? yeah. yeah, like you left them out in the living room. So she's mad. So she's just looking for mm-hmm. something to jab you with. And she just found a perfect opportunity. She's going to let you have it. Whereas a friend doesn't have that, mm-hmm. that get up. They're not trying to hurt you or whatever. But yeah, but yeah, again, in most cases, when a woman is telling me stuff, mm-hmm. because I heard this too. So I had a buddy of mine. Mm-hmm. He was talking to a female coworker and the coworker said, why do we always have to tell you? Mm-hmm. Why Why can't you just figure it out? Her example was she was dating a guy and she was telling him about her financial woes. Uh-huh. So she's like, yeah, I'm having financial trouble, blah, 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 blah. And her whole thing is, why do I have to ask that I need help financially? And it's like, well, why, why wouldn't you want to ask? Yeah. Like she felt like we should have been intuitive and just taking care of the financial part? And just understand that what she's trying to say is that she needs help. And mm. we do not, men cannot read minds. We mm-hmm. just can't. Trust me, we'd be in a better place if we did. Mm-hmm. And that's why I say for men, mm-hmm. we com- compartmentalize. Mm-hmm. So when I'm at work, I know I'm at work, mm-hmm. right? I know the job that I have to do. When I'm at home, I'm at home. Mm-hmm. And I know the job that I'm doing. You know, When I'm at a movie, social... We compartmentalize everything. Mm-hmm. So when you tell me, I just need you to listen to me. Mm-hmm. I really just need your emotional support. Cool. I got that hat on. I got that mindset. That's what I'm here. If you say, hey, babe, the, the, the drain is clogged. 
cool. I know exactly what to do, mm-hmm. right? And she needs my help. She needs me to do something and fix it. Mm-hmm. That's how we work. Yeah. But if you kind of beat around the bush, it's like, yeah, you know, the other day I was washing and it clogged and then, you know, I went over here and then it clogged again. <laughs> Well, maybe I mean, if, that, if that girl had a guy friend, she could say that same thing to him and be like, why isn't my boyfriend doing anything about it? And he could give her that advice exactly. of men don't think like he that. He could be like, hey, you just need to ask. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah. I just have one more point that I wanted to bring up. And I know this is going to be like an unpopular thing to say, but Uh-oh. women will have friends that they're really the whole purpose of having that friend is just to flirt with them and nothing more. Like... Mm. I'm wondering, I'm sure that some guys have that, but like, I feel like every, every girl at some point in her life will have certain male friends that you do like to hang out with them and you're friends, but maybe you like to flirt with them, but there's, you don't want to do anything more than that. Like, it's just going to stop there. But the flirting feels good because Mm -hmm. it's kind of like, you know, you're not doing anything wrong, even if you're in a relationship, but like, do guys like to have at least one woman around that it's just, <laughs> it's just that and will never, and you don't want it to be anymore. I mean, this is kind of how I feel about that. I've, I've had those relationships in the past, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I would say that that only works when I am mildly attracted to them. Right. Yeah, my, of course. I mean, that's what but I'm that's, saying. It that, wouldn't be a super hot. <laughs> right. No, no, no. But that's the boundary that you have to establish right. early on. It's like if you are attracted, like truly mm-hmm. attracted to them, mm-hmm. don't start that. No, I know. The girls that I'm talking about, like when we do it, it's someone that we're not really physically attracted right. to, but maybe you really like their personality or whatever, right. but you know you don't want to pursue anything. Right. You can still flirt with someone even if you don't actually want to be intimate with them. Yeah. Like it's just purely innocent. Yeah. But for guys... I think it's, you have to be more careful. That's what I'm saying. That's why for guys, you can only have that relationship with a woman if you're mildly attracted to them and only if you're mildly attracted to them. What if you're not attracted to them at all? Could you still flirt with them? Okay. (laughs) I'm sorry to be so (laughs) blunt, but no, you can't do that because um, when you flirt with somebody. It's natural. It is natural, but if you can't flirt with somebody that you're not attracted to at all. I mean, mm. because, yeah, you just can't. But I mean, like physically, let's say you're attracted to the person. So, uh, but that's what I'm saying. Like for a guy, when you say mildly attractive, are you talking about to their personality? Or are you talking about mildly attracted to them physically? Uh, no, physically. Okay, physically. that's what I'm saying. For women, we can... Even if I don't find you physically attractive, but maybe you have a really fun personality and I like to flirt with that just because it's fun to flirt and whatever. But that's what I'm saying for guys. So you can be moderately attracted to someone and it not go anywhere. Yeah. Okay. But it would have to do with the personality because Mm -hmm. again, you know, and not only that, but here's the thing about the flirting part, Mm -hmm. they will not reciprocate. And if they do, it's in a, in a gentle let down. You know what I mean? Mm. Like when you're flirting, it's not like you're saying, hey, hot stuff. And she's like, hey, what's going on, baby? I mean, and you can, beefcake? And you can, but sometimes it's almost like the, the game that, the relationship that I had, the game was, mm-hmm. I flirt with you very mildly, mm-hmm. right? Not like super hard or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And you shoot me down just as, as easy, mm-hmm. but not a hard shoot down. Right. It's like, it's like, oh, you're a player. I would never mess with somebody like you. Well, like, you know what I mean? Or you something don't even like that. have to sometimes say it. Cause I have an example of that. Like there was a guy at my job at one point that, you know, when he saw me every day, he'd be like, oh, good morning, beautiful. And it's a little flirtatious. True. My letdown was like, oh, good morning. And that's it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I don't have to say, oh, right. you know, but it's like. It's dangerous territory all the way around. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Yeah. This is, and, and, and I'm not saying whatever, uh, but it is playing with fire to a certain degree. To a certain degree. To a certain is. degree, yes. But I think it's it's okay if you have people that maybe you flirt with and there's there's no ever, it would never turn into anything more and you both know it, but maybe you just kind of have that flirty yeah. friendship. Yeah, absolutely. It's possible. Those are the best. Those are fun. It actually, for a guy, mm-hmm. and this is just for a guy, I don't know if women look at it, we get to hone our skills. Mm-hmm. We really hone, because a, a lot of times being um, flirtatious doesn't always come natural. And mm-hmm. if you haven't done it in a long time, yeah. it's going to come off as awkward. Yeah. Or, 
yeah. at least you're going to feel like it's awkward. Yeah. Whereas if you have that friend, it comes off more Is naturally. Is that who you would practice with first, typically? Like when <laughs> yeah. you're a young man? Yeah, I would definitely. Because when you get the, into the practice of flirting, mm-hmm. it comes out more naturally yeah. versus, and I'll, I'll give you an example. I got a buddy of mine. And, you know, we're the same age, but he goes around and most females he will call honey mm-hmm. or sweetheart or things like that. That doesn't come naturally unless it's somebody that I'm intimate with. Right. That comes naturally then. But but just a but stranger. Is he doing it in a flirtatious mindset though? He's not. But the but the point that I'm trying to get at is that if I tried to do that, yeah. it wouldn't come off as natural. Yeah. It would come off as awkward and, and weird. Like yeah. Yeah. Because I haven't done it very often. Yeah. So, but, but he does it so much. That it's just a natural flow and they don't take offense. And Women do that too. They call people hun. Yeah. Hey hun and hun. And it's like, oh, okay, that's just what you do. I, I was just going to say like, side note, like I actually really like it when like older ladies say that to me, like, oh, hey, sweetheart or something like some kind of term of endearment. Like it's really cute. Like, yeah. I sweet. mean, me personally, I, I, I don't particularly care for it, but I, I understand when people call me hun and I have a... I have a coworker that calls me that, and I'm I'm not too particularly wild about it, but she calls yeah. everybody that. Yeah, so some it's people just, like, just what are you do? that's in yeah. their vernacular. So. Exactly. But so. yeah, but yeah, you got to be careful, and uh, you know, it is a thing, and I feel like most men go through it maybe at least once in their lifetime. So. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, well, stay yeah. away. It's dangerous. <laughs> I still think it's a bad idea all the way around, and yeah. I would not. Uh, my my younger son, he recently thought that that would be a, um, he thought he was the first to think of it. And he was like, well, if I become her friend, Aww. then eventually she could see how good I am. And then eventually I was like, no, son, yeah. don't do it. Don't do it. Not even a little bit. I wonder if all kids think that when they first start Yeah, because that's the like, easiest. And grown men think of it. <laughs> they should know better. <laughs> so, yeah. Mm. And they think it's some, something like if if she could just see how wonderful I am. <laughs> but but again, it's it's it, whenever you start a friendship, that's not genuine like that because it's not. Mm. So you're you're going to be friends with that person mostly because you're going to adapt to them. Mm. So whatever they say, you're going to love. Oh, you like that? I love it too. No, you don't. But because you, your intention is to get in, yeah. right? Whereas if you're establishing a friendship and somebody says, oh, I like that. And I'm like, oh, no, that's mm-hmm. horrible. I can't believe you. that's gross. <laughs> you're sick. <laughs> like, again, you know, you start laughing and it's yeah. like you don't have to agree with them because, you're, yeah. you know, you're starting out as friends. Now, again, if they're jerks, mm-hmm. you know, they want to hang out with them. But but the the intention is that like we're just we're hanging out. This is who I am. That's who you are. Mm-hmm. Cool. We're establishing that. Friends don't have to agree on everything. Yeah. And most times don't. So anyways. Yeah. Good conversation. Yay. <laughs> Beware. All right. So I learned quite a bit today. Um, <laughs> do not go into the friend zone. It's a bad idea. And mm. if you have a partner, talk to them. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Till next time. Bye. All right. Bye.